Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I am your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin, who just sent a message. <laughs> Very. <laughs> my message is, you are my friend. You are my friend. Thank you for being a friend. Everyone's dead. Oh, <laughs> and soon we all will be too. And everyone listening, it's not reassuring. Something we all have in common. It's lovely. The guest, the guest is here and he looks like he's snacking on something. Oh, he's a snacking. He's snacking. He's just snack. eating ice. I'm just eating ice. He's just Ooh. eating nice chips like a little mm-hmm. sick puppy. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of friends, he's our friend. Speaking he's of sick puppies. A returning oh. guest. He's one sick puppy. He is a podcast co-host himself of the fabulous podcast Carb Face for radio. Yeah, yeah. It's our lovely friend, Chris Thornton. Hey, hey, hi. Hi, hi. hi. Hey, hi. Hi, hi. Hey, hi. Hey, hi, hey, hi, hi. How you doing? Hey, I'm really good. I'm really looking forward to this. It's been on my to-do list all day it's the last <laughs> thing i get to do Aww. before i go to night night oh i'm really excited after this after this it's melatonin Ooh. it's uh probably some dumb matching game on my phone it's a little scrolling it's a mm. little posting of uh, our cat staring Aww. at, at so how, many bottles? Bubbles. how many bottles are you up to we went we went back to one bottle today right, for those who don't for those who don't follow, which I absolutely understand and support you in your life decisions, mm, don't. <laughs> don't follow me on social media, on Shit Food Blogger. Do, do. By all means, do not, do not. Your Twitter royalty. But you could follow us on on the TikTok, uh, Carb Face, on, on TikTok. Uh, I think it's Carb Face. Yeah, yeah. We got the Carb Face. Um, the cat that we have, my wife and I and, and family, he has become obsessed with staring at my wife's seltzer bottles and the little bubbles. And he will stare unmoving for minutes on end. Oh, so sweet. And just staring at the bubbles, wondering, what are they doing? Are they going to come get him? Should he come get them? My favorite. It's fascinating. The reach behind. To yeah. Try and, to he finally he put his, his beautiful little, so his little glove paw. You know, he's an, he's, a, he's an orange kitty and he has a little glove paw. And so he just very casually, slowly put his paw behind the bottle to see <laughs> if he couldn't perhaps get the, you know, intercede on the bubble's behalf and stop it. Yeah. Uh, did Just super casual, though. It was so beautiful and couldn't stop it. it. Because yeah. the bubble's inside the bottle. He doesn't know that. Oh. But today's video, um, he is staring down into the bottle. He gets very close to the bottle. I've got my face right up to the microphone, just like he did <laughs> to the bottle. And he's staring down into the bottle like, I want to be in there. I want to get in there. So that's today's video. I highly recommend it. It's going to become an ongoing daily series until I get bored with it. Um, have you opened the bottle for him to hear the fizzing? And how did he react? Yeah, he doesn't. It doesn't mean anything to him. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> Hank gets like kind of like barky when I do that. Hank is obsessed with the empty bottle. Mm, he will play with okay. a Perrier bottle. Sometimes I buy Perrier, sure. um, and I know that it has like a dual purpose because it will give him five to six hours of playtime before yeah. I recycle it. And uh, obsessed. Like as soon as I open it, and start drinking it. He's like, "Can you hurry it up? I've got work to do." <laughs> You're 
putting your mouth on my toy, you weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think like he really would love it if I played more with his toys, which are disgusting. Yeah. Got your teeth on there. Yeah. He really loves tug of war. That's oh. the thing dogs do together. So you got to kind of play tug of war with your hand. Anyways, mm-hmm. this is... Having a dog is no, the best. All I have Having to do is the best. a seltzer bottle. Like, I don't have to do yeah. anything. I Cats just put out the cooler. bottle and he's there. I think he's horny for the bottles. Like, in my <laughs> yeah. head, I've developed a narrative. Like, he's not doing anything to them. But I think um, he is horny yeah. for the bubbles. Yeah. I get horny from um, existential crises. So, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like learning about thing. a new dimension and I'm like, ooh, I can't even Ugh. imagine it, but I want to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so true it's a manifestation about you. of that for him. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. That's why I'm so into sci-fi. <laughs> That's okay, the missing piece. Yeah. I would just like to I, we we started the call right before we we started the show. And just everybody's wearing beautiful plaid, beautiful plaid on this call. The three of us yeah. are all wearing like, I'd say you two, Alicia and Chris are like, your plaids are almost sim- like similar color palettes and you're wearing a double plaid, Chris. I am. Now I've got a, a plaid shirt coat on. And mm. what I like to do is, and now it's not going to be inappropriate, but I am going to do a little reveal here on mm, our call. I'm going to just slowly unbutton it. Mm-hmm. And I've got a deeper plaid in below it. Beautiful. It works. And so that's that one is sort of more the same palette as my plaid. I'm wearing a flannel. That's right. That's so right. So on the outside, bluer. I'm Alicia. Yeah, it's like a green. And on the inside, I'm a Jessica. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sort of like, this you one know? has a bit of, this one's sort of like yellowy blue with like, you know, when they intersect, there's a bit of green mm-hmm. going on. That's Mine right. was supposed to be navy, but I feel it's more purpley in the light. Hmm. I'm so tired of ordering clothes online. I've had this for quite some time, but I still feel the same way. If you ever come to the States, I'll, I'll take you shopping at Costco where I get all of my clothes. Mm, Kirkland, Select, Signature. Sometimes mm-hmm. they have like, other stuff there too. I really regret the last time I was at Costco was about two months ago and a friend and former guest Sally was buying leggings and I was like, I don't need any leggings. And then I've needed leggings oh. so much since that last visit. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been cold. Yeah. It's been real cold. Do you want me to get you some? Well, I can, like that's I can, one of my favorite things to do is buy people things at Costco. Like I bought my mom a robe for the holidays at Costco, and it, she's like, "This is the softest robe I've ever had." Oh, that's Aww. so lovely. And I said, "I got it at Costco," and she's like, "I love that. Should I get a membership?" So then it turned into <laughs> this whole thing, and then I got my dad a big oversized, you know, shirt jacket like mine, but mm-hmm. his was insulated even more. You mm-hmm. know, a nice faux fuzzy lining thing, and he's like, "This is good quality." And I'm like, "I know, <laughs> yes. I know." The and dad, dad, it was sixteen ninety nine. Like that's a great deal. <laughs> so, so if I can get you leggings, I will. Well, I'm really close to Costco, and the only thing that's preventing me from going is Will. Yeah. But I appreciate mm. it. And then, of course, you'd have but to ship them from, from New Jersey. It the shipping, won't stop me. She'd won't get stop them me. In, she'd get them in July. <laughs> like it. It's fine. It's that's fine. so sweet. It's I may take to. you up on a different Costco okay. adventure okay. with there's something right. we couldn't get. Let me know. We yeah. definitely did not have those jackets here. I can tell you that. Okay. Because I right. would have bought one. Yeah. I might, like... If there's ever anything that's like illegal here that mm-hmm, you can get mm-hmm. at Costco there. Costco has like for myself, not for Jessica, they have like uh liter size or larger, like two liter size Tito's. 
uh, vodka, which is my drink of choice. Bad news in Jersey and New mm-hmm. Jersey. No uh, alcohol at Costco. That's right. So they're, they're separate stores. So like you could get it, but it's like the store outside of Costco. Mm-hmm. The liquor hut. Interesting. Liquor laws are very different place to place. State to state. Yeah. It's real dumb. That's okay. Um, I just admired it. I admire it. Uh, that that volume of vodka is available. To yeah, it's me. nice to touch, isn't it? It's nice to yeah. see and touch. Should we do a round of retail nightmares or dreams yeah. or experiences? Hell, hell yeah. Please. Hell yeah. Chris, get us started. Okay, so I can go a couple of directions. Would you we like to go a all directions? You okay. can more than one. Have, We'd love yeah. that. Oh, you great. can take my so spot because I don't have one. So fill oh, fill around. Yeah, we so have to do Jessica's I've had round. Many experiences. I'll try to keep it um, connected and focused. Oh, so don't. please ask me that questions. That is not the so theme of this podcast, sir. All right. Don't well, fuck us up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> ask me questions if you get lost in my uh, internal connection. Your reverie, please. Your mm-hmm. beautiful eyes. <laughs> Oh, thank you. All right. So listen, um, I had a retail dream because here Ooh. in the United States, healthcare is a retail experience. That's, That's right. True. That's so sadly true. It really, really is because bodies can be monetized. They're a commodity. I, mine's it. Mine. I'm just constant. It's garbage. I'm always like, this is worth nothing. Why did I end up with this but, one? Go but here, me. but here in the U.S., that would be highly profitable for doctors. Yeah. For yeah. doctors, same. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for doctors, so much money to be made off of you. Mm-hmm. So much, so much. Yeah, yeah truly a tasty, tasty proposition I love for money. a doctor. <laughs> they love it. So just move a couple miles or kilometers south and you would have so many friends in the healthcare business <laughs> so That's what they are friends they are oh all friends all of them so listen i am of a certain age and that age is 40 almost nine and i yeah. love getting older i love it um, my mother does not uh, and i always say to her uh in very ominous tones it's so much better than the alternative. So true. And then she looks at me and she cries. And she says, I just don't like getting older. Right? And I'm like, it's so much better than dying, mom. Let's keep doing it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's get older. Right? So sweet. I like being 40, almost nine. It's definitely time to get all my parts checked out. So I'm getting all my parts checked out. And I can tell you all kinds of stories. But the part that I had to get checked out this time was my butt. And I had to get my colon checked out. To make sure that I didn't have cancer. Now, cancer runs in my family. We're going to take a side note here. Is everybody ready for a side note? My yeah. dad has cancer. Don't get sad. It's okay. okay. Sure. I mean, it's not, but he's probably not going to die from it uh, because he knew for several years that it was probably it was like leading toward cancer because he has uh, prostate cancer. And so he's been keeping an eye on it and getting it checked every year and preventative measures, which, hey, um, people with prostates, um, get them checked out. Yeah. Like, it's like the simplest thing to do. Like, say one of my favorite physician, things to do. Right. And not just finger it, like have a doctor and oh. squeeze it and touch it and push on it. Like, have a doctor like test the levels of whatever that is don't be shy about that it's very serious yeah and sometimes it's like a it's like a bonus way to get another person to touch your balls yeah 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 oh yeah but then you can also say do you know what not only do i want you to touch it i want you to start testing the levels Mm -hmm. to see if we should be figuring out are we good on cancer or not 
Good. That's it. Good advice. Right? So the PS, PSA levels. And that uh, doesn't even have to involve touching. Now, touching is great. It's a good first step, but then you can get your PSA yeah. levels touched. Now, I'm not, or checked, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> and or touched, you can get PSA levels touched, but you should really get them checked uh, and measured in a quantifiable way, and which is what my dad did, all right? But uh, cancer runs in my family. My mom has had cancer twice, is a survivor, awesome. Uh, she definitely has had polyps in her colon, uh, some of them concerning, everything's been okay. And so I am now of that age where I get to go have things checked out. And I've actually been worried about what's growing in there. Like what, is, what dank things are happening in yeah, that cave. Little mm-hmm. goblins. Totally little goblins and like precancerous things. Like I'm, I've sort of been like, let's get in there. Let's get old enough to find what's in there and get it paid yeah. for by insurance. So I'm now old enough. And I had the best experience with a colonoscopy. It was fantastic. If you've ever heard nightmares about having a colonoscopy, I want you to know, at least in the States, and I did a little bit of research, I can't quite tell if this um, prescription is yet approved in Canada, but I'm hoping that it is. (laughs) Oh, the pills. The pills. So if you've ever heard about colonoscopy prep, a lot of people talk about, oh, it's horrible, the drink. So it's this drink that you have to take to get yourself all cleansed out. And then other people are like, well, I did this and I did that. Fine. But I'm talking about the prescription drink and they call it the drink. And it's this Mm -hmm. really difficult to drink liquid. My wife has um, ulcerative colitis. And so she has been having them for the last two decades, colonoscopies. And it's brutal for her to do this drink really difficult to just swallow even um, makes you nauseous. And even by the last bits of it, you're like, I think I'm going to just retch everywhere. And there's so much of it. There's so much of it. Cause there's so much in your system that you have to clean out. Cause you got to be whistle clean so that they can really, really see what's going on see what kind of goblins or precancerous things are going on in there. So you got to be very, very clean so that the cameras can do the work and then they can get in and see what what's going on in there. All right. So, what they have now, at least in the United States, and I hope in Canada and elsewhere, are pills. And if you do well with pills, like I do, then you're not going to have a problem. If you have a hard time taking pills, maybe not great, uh, but talk to your doctor. uh, And all you have to do is take two sets of 12 pills. And I took a set of 12 at six o'clock with a lot of water and I did a whole yum, yum, yum. And I probably had them down in less than two minutes and sip of water, sip of water, sip of water, pills, sip of water, like super, super easy. A little more water in an hour, 16 ounces, and then another 16 ounces and 30 minutes. Did a cleanse. It was fine. Totally fine. I also have a bidet. Love that for me. Oh, if you can afford a bidet and you're getting talk. into the colonoscopy land, like toilet talk very into it. I encourage you to do that. And then I got up at 3 a.m. because my I had the first colonoscopy of the day. Got oh. up at 3 a.m., did a second set of 12 pills. It was fine. It was fine. But I got like five hours of sleep in between. I was fine. Like I wasn't well rested, but I was rested. Yeah. So a whole nother set. I was clean as a whistle. I was ready to go. I was not in discomfort. I went in there and it was like Pat was my nurse. She was taking care of business. There was no nonsense, but also caring. And I love that in a nurse. Like Mm -hmm. she wasn't like, like I came out with, with my robes, um, not in a great position. And when I came out to like sit down, she's like, 
come over here. And like, she like <laughs> closed a curtain and she like readjusted. And I said, Oh, do I not need to wear this as a mini skirt? She said, we don't need you to do that. And I said, got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, and so she readjusted me and she had me sit down. She's asking all kinds of questions. And then we did Frank talk. And I said, I need to ask a question when you're ready. She said, you ask me a question whenever you're ready. And I said, when do I need to be concerned? I had a really bad experience with some surgery last year, like terrible experience. Mm-hmm. When should I be concerned if something goes wrong when I go home? She goes bleeding. Like, if you have bleeding, I want you to immediately go to the emergency room. Don't even call us. Go right to the emergency room. She said, it's probably not going to happen. But if it does, that is your cue. And I'm like, thank you. That's all I needed to know. She said, you ask me any more questions if you have them. I said, thank you, Pat. I get in there. I get into the procedure room. I get into the fetal position. It was fine. I'm on my side. They said, a little more on your side, Chris. Let's do this. And then like, <laughs> my mask was up in my face. And they're like, let's get it, get it out of your eyes. And I said, I'm not going to see while I'm asleep. And they said, this, we still don't want it in our eyes. I go, I take a little nap with the little milky drug that they put into my IV. One of my friends had said, oh, I like to stay awake during my colonoscopy. So I say that to my anesthesiologist. I said, should I stay awake? He said, why would you do that? Don't do that. Some people take a nap. I said, I really want the nap. He said, you do what you want. If you want to stay awake, you (laughs) can stay awake. And I said, I want the nap. And he said, take the nap. I wake up. I'm fine. I have a couple of polyps. Thank God. They removed the polyps. They were benign. Good. And that's it. And then I went to McDonald's and I had a uh, McGriddle, <gasps> bacon, egg, and cheese. And I put the hash brown on top of the sandwich and I ate that. And that's you the end of it. my story. So people of a certain age, let's go get our gremlins checked and, and our, yeah. our colons. Don't be scared. Good for you, Chris. That's amazing. It was a great experience. That was my dream. My dad uh, is American now. He's, you know, he's from Canada, but he. Yeah, I, he's one of our favorite Americans now. Yeah, and you they like when I hear about his experiences because he has like really good health care, it is like a night and day. And you know, he's had yeah. two hip hip replacements and he just had cataract surgery and oh, wow. it just is like when you have good health care, it is like this sort of one like much higher level experience than is available to us in our overtaxed, under supported system here in Canada. Mm. Like I'm glad that you have that level of care. And I really appreciate that you shared it on Twitter so people can prep themselves for their own experiences. Mm-hmm. Very generous of well, you to share that. I do want to say it's a very highly privileged point of view that I have. I have Absolutely. like the best insurance I can buy. I have a great employer that gives me really great coverage. I have a lot of ability to take time off and get paid for oh. it. Uh, I get wellness days where I'm expected to take care of myself. A lot of people don't have that. So like everything that I'm sharing is like from a total place of privilege. And mm-hmm. so that is not everybody's experience here in the U.S. But for those who do have that, um, I just did want to share that. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Jessica, what were yeah. you going to ask? I was going to ask after you wake up from yeah. your little nap, because I've only heard it really described. I've had a few friends who have gotten colonoscopies, but I've only heard it really described. I had to drive my uh, mother home from a colonoscopy once, and she described it as like when you are in the sort of recovery, like coming out of it room, they say like, okay, you can't leave this room until you fart at least like 10 times. And it's like the fart chamber. And she was like, you know, she's very... uh shy and so she like didn't sure but like you know the nurse will come in and check on you and be like have you farted uh because you can't go home until you fart (laughs) okay 
<laughs> I was just wondering if you had a fart chamber. Or is that um, just show you how bad our healthcare system is? That they that's just push the, on your I, stomach. <laughs> I don't think our healthcare system is bad. I think it's really good. I think it's like no. I think you have a great one. I think yeah. you have a great one. I I do wonder if maybe that's like a fart kink doctor. <laughs> and no, I I don't know. I have heard of that. Nobody made me fart. I did fart. They told me I would fart. They said yeah. expect some farting. I did. I did. I would say I'm pretty farty. Um, I didn't fart any more than normal. It's normal. So, yeah, it's healthy. Yeah, I had a pretty farty. Like I'm, you know, yeah. I'm kind of like in a dad fart place. Yeah, you're. Does that make sense for people who've right. a farty dad? Not everybody. Well, not really. But anybody who's experienced a farty dad, I'm probably right in league there. Like not a gross farty dad, but farty dad. Sure, no, a healthy farty dad. And, and so I continued on. I continued on with that. I just wondered if that sort of like messaging was was uh, like across the board for calling. No one sat. Yeah, yeah, no one sat there and said fart for me. Also, like maybe my mom was sort of like exaggerating it. Maybe my memory. No, I bet is- it. I. Well, there's sometimes the whole you know if you. I bet they're checking for obstructions. Make sure things didn't get perforated. Yeah, right. Yeah. They, it's a good. It's a good way to say things are working. Yeah, it's a good for safety step Things without saying through the tube. Yeah, and that they didn't hurt anything while they're in there. Beloved tubes. Um, that's great. I like how enthusiastic you are about it when so many people talk about it as like this looming, negative, horrible thing. And like the story that you tell, like I'm imagining like little, little boy Chris, like writing his diary being like, I can't wait until I'm old enough to get my colonoscopy. Totally. <laughs> I want to find out if I, Oh, do I have precancerous growths? Let's find out. Like I'd that's totally know. how I feel. Yeah. I totally want to know. I totally want to know. So people who uh, truly, truly, if you are somebody who's like, Ooh, but stuff, um, and and uh, I did make a mistake. If you look at that Twitter thread, I did make a mistake of like um, diminishing people's fears about butt stuff. And there are a lot of legitimate reasons uh, for why people would be like, mm-hmm. actually, that terrifies me. Like, I get it. Um, but if it's for overly masculine reasons for like, oh, somebody's going to be up on my butt. Like, we have got to get over that. Like, it is the easiest thing to do and there people are dying for ridiculous prideful shameful reasons do you know what i mean like yeah like we've just got to get get over that well you want us to, to have that conversation and demystify it because you understand that those um that exists and like a lot of men don't get care for a lot of different health reasons because of that's that's yeah. of stigma whatever yeah. the stigma yeah, is for exactly. the condition, right? Like whether it's mental health or it's colonoscopy or it's prostate, they are yeah. as deserving of, you know, as care of care, even though they've been told that, you know, it's not manly or they don't know how to care for themselves because of the yeah. society that we live in. So absolutely. The, the, the last thing on colonoscopies, maybe unless you have more things is if you don't find a, a gastrointestinal doctor who is showing care to you, like, empathy to you go find someone who does if you can and and i know that that takes time and again it's a privilege and access thing but my wife has experienced the whole range of gi doctor who's 
the one that we're with right now, who I, I went to hers, that that whole team is phenomenal. Like their entire practice is built on empathy and concern and caring for you and making sure you understand the entire process, making sure you feel comfortable and cared for. And then the entire team is just really positioned to make sure you feel safe and comfortable and confident, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she's also experienced people who, without going into details, probably aren't concerned about your well-being, um, mental included. And like, if if your spidey sense is tingling of like, wait a minute, this isn't right, Mm -hmm. go get another doctor if that is something that you can do. Like, trust your gut truly um, because there are doctors out there. Yeah. Trust your guts because there are doctors out there who do want to provide that experience for you. Trust your guts about who to entrust your guts with. Bingo, bingo. Uh, And it's not an age thing, by the way, this is um, a son who took over the practice from his father and his father provided the same care um, and in empathy and concern. So don't, don't go by age, just, Trust your, trust your guts on your guts. Yeah. All right. That's my retail dream. Well, I love it. I love talking about this kind of shit uh, because the whole like, well, it's private. I don't want to, you know, it's like, I understand that also, but it's that sort of reasoning, which I've encountered in my family and other families is sort of like, it needs to start somewhere or else it'll be this weird, like mysterious people, thing yeah people die because we don't talk and about it like things that's, are genetic that's it. and like they need yeah. to be talked about openly and that's how research happens is by finding things early and studying exactly. them and all exactly that. yeah my dad stuff. is a perfect example of because he took care of himself he's actually able to face cancer and really he knows that he's probably not going to die from that cancer like he did the work and took care of himself to say, let's create a baseline. Let's know what's going on. Let's mm-hmm. check in. Let's check on it regularly. Let's do this. And it's, it's like, he's got pretty serious form of cancer. Like this isn't like, you know, Oh, let's just get this removed. Like he's got to go at it pretty hardcore, but because he was on top of it and took preventative measures, he's going to do it. So I really love that my parents have done this all their lives of doing the preventative stuff and have taught me i also love that i'm old enough now that i get to do this preventative stuff too that's great and if yeah if you can get like counseling about genetic cancer issues in your family if that's something that's available to you go for it you know what my mom was adopted and she didn't know what had happened with her parents she just didn't know. And mm-hmm. then she found her family after like 40 years, 30 years, 30, 40 years. And she mm-hmm. found out her dad died of brain cancer. Oh my gosh. And it was like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I guess we've, I guess it runs in the family. Didn't know, but it runs in the family. And Surprise. then sure enough, wow. bing, bang, boom, um, two cases of cancer. So yeah, it really, really runs in the family now. Anyway, that's it. Well, my retail. That's it. My retail experience is probably a lot more important uh, than that. Good, um, please do. Yeah, top yeah, this, that. Please. This feels good following it. <laughs> it's like when that like really good comedian just shows up and has to get on the show just so they can make in. it to another show, right, and you're right, just like, right, right, right. Oh, and, and brings cancer, brings cancer into it. Sure, it brings all sure. of his awesome cancer jokes. Um, so uh, everybody listens to the podcast, and both of you know that I like to dress like a farmer. 
And I have over the period of the pandemic and just slightly before started collecting by accident a specific brand of boots, but have nowhere to wear them. Like I wear, you know, some of them are high heels. Those I have nowhere to wear. Like I have, you know, there's no, like I just wear the same clothes all the time. And my friend Sarah Hadar, a former guest, uh, Papo, we parted ways after a Red Robin lunch a couple of weekends (laughs) ago. And she texted me to say, oh, there's a sale on those boots. Would you mind, number one, if I got the same pair that you have? Which, of course, is no, the more the merrier. I want all of my friends to dress exactly the same as me. It's adorable. Favorite thing. She checked in with you. I love that. (laughs) So sweet. And then I was like, well, I had to talk myself off the ledge of buying another pair because I didn't need another pair of that style. And uh, as much as I wanted them. And the whole week, I was just like, don't think about that sale. And I was like, okay, I'm not thinking about that sale. And then former guest Marisa Chandler and sure. Brianna Rayner, both of them sent, uh, she sent yes. both of us a message saying, did you know that there's a huge sale on those boots at that store? And I was like, yeah. She's like, it's such a good deal that I thought that they were knockoffs. And I was like, wow. how, mu- how, how much? Because there, <laughs> there was like a difference. There's two styles on sale. And so the other style that I hadn't really considered was like pretty cheap in relation to the expense of these boots, which are, you know, built to last. And uh, like I couldn't hold back anymore. Like I just got on the train and went and bought a pair of these boots. First I called because I'm a very savvy shopper. And I was like, do you have my size? And I made the woman that answered to him, assuming is the manager. She was so great. She's like, women's size, right? I was like, yes. I'm like, I know I sound like a child on the phone, which like, happens at work. Like, I'll get a, like verbally attacked by people because mm-hmm. they think I'm mm-hmm. younger. We'll mm-hmm. be like, you're like, what are you, like 20 years old? And I'm like, no, I, and I don't wish it, but I wish you would stop yelling at me. Um, so when I showed up in the store, like, I, I live right beside a train station, and this was on Robson Street. So, like, door to door, I was there in, like, 20 minutes like, of hustling. And, uh, Can I interrupt your amazing yeah. story? Do you know where you are in the story? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just on the train. Can I give you? Can I just give some feedback? And when I give feedback, it's always positive. That's true. Can I give feedback? Is oh, that sure. Okay? Yeah, it's so nice that you even asked. But it's really, really, it's really, really positive. I just learned from you a really important power move. What is it? Call, call. I would always. have never called. I would have never called. Why would I and waste I my time? Is, oh. I love that. Round trip. It's still going to be almost that. an hour. That's my lunch break. I love that. Yeah. I just think that's so important and such a gift to yourself. Like, why would I roll? I just, yeah. Thank you. And I was trying to convince to Marisa and Brianna to call. And Brianna and Marisa, who I'm sure will listen to this episode, are probably laughing because they're like, we do not use the phone. Yeah. We are not going to call. It's rare. And uh, I was like, yeah, but these are like really on sale and like percentage wise i just need to get an idea you don't have to say we're in the like the 60 to 70 percent off what wow yeah 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 this is they they did not show it online because i think that the brand would get upset like i've never seen anything like this and um i get there and the person that helped me the manager is amazing like immediately she laughs she's like are you the person that just called i'm like yes i'm very old and she's like starts laughing And uh, she gets me a couple of pairs of boots to try. And while I'm trying them, there's two other staff members there, two like very dude-ish guys. And they keep Mm. hovering. And I'm like trying to get on these boots. I don't, I'm not like an easy fit. 
Uh, I'm not even sure that I want them. They're a little bit of a departure from what I, I kind of go for. And uh, I've also read all of the reviews about how they're <laughs> supposed to fit, how you break them in, how long it will take, what the leather differences are. Like, I don't have you a know. lot to... I don't have a lot going on, but these guys have less going on. <laughs> and uh, one guy's just trying to chat me up and he's like, uh, those look, are they heavy? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean heavy? He's like, well, you know, like, are they heavy? I don't like heavy shoes. And I'm like, well, they are leather boots. Um, he's Rocky Balboa. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty sweet. They're just like young guys, right? Trying to make a sale. But I was like, oh, the sale is not going to happen because of anything you say to me in the yeah. next 20 minutes. Like, you're not going to lose the sale because this is like a sure thing if they fit probably. And anyways, I ended up getting the boots. I feel good about it. I, they turned yeah. out to be probably the most comfortable pair that I own right out of the box. And as I was leaving, Marisa showed up and bought a pair for herself and I picked up a pair for Brianna. So we had like all of this fun, like back and forth, like talking Amazing. about shoes and I'm telling them what, what to do and being bossy. And this is where I think my ADHD is like very intense for people because I'm very like you got to do this now and you got to do it this way. And this is the best way to do it. And nobody asked for that. Like I kept <laughs> just, just apologizing, but every, anyways, we're all very happy with our boots. Sarah's very happy with her other style that she bought. And then I was like, well, now that I know that we've all gotten our boots, I'm going to post about it and say like, you should go to the store if you were in the market. And my best friend Mika sends me a text message within five minutes. And she's like, what style were they? So I sent her a picture. She's like, well, I wanted that style. And I was like, I love you. And I would, I'm happy to go get them for you. It's like, there's two options though. I'm like running around like crazy this morning. I told Mika, like, call the store and buy a pair. And when I'm done doing my errands, I'll go back downtown on a Saturday. Wow. And get them for you. After we recorded the last podcast. (laughs) Yeah. After we recorded the last podcast um, and pick them up for you. But this store wouldn't hold them. So I just went and I bought them for her and put them in the mail. But doing that was the worst experience ever. So yeah. Saturday, there's a massive anti-vax protest downtown. I have Yikes. to cross the protest to get to the store. Uh, Robson Street is packed because people are trying to enjoy themselves. The post office, there's a man that moves my box so he can send what I believe were pot brownies to somebody. Uh, well, then, okay. which is fair. Those are probably pretty good. Yeah. That's nice. And, uh, but the guys at the store on Saturday were 100 times worse in, I was oh, no. in the f- 20 minutes I was there. I was asked if I was going to buy the boots eight times What? <laughs> by the guys. The manager was busy doing something continues to be lovely. These guys are lovely. They just must work on commission. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, no matter what yeah. I did, they would not leave me alone. And it was very funny. And my policy is to just like, I'm just lucky there's somebody that opened the store that morning. So don't worry about it. Just like try and smile through your mask. Yeah, be friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, please kill me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So in the end, it was like a retail dream and then followed by sort of an anti-vax retail nightmare. Okay. While you were telling that story, I was listening, but I was also trying to find your post about the sale. <laughs> was it on Twitter yeah, or Instagram? I remember it was on it. Instagram. Was Instagram. Yeah. How did I not see this? I looked at it and I tried oh, to find it. Was early in the morning. Was it a story? I responded because it was, you talked about the magic of, you know, ADHD and then also the sale. But I'm, I'm saying, you know, the beauty of this whole thing is it's the magic of ADHD in the compulsion of the sale and it all comes together for good. <laughs> yeah. 
Right. And that's where the power is when, you know, you feel the compulsion, but also, you know, a good deal. Yeah. yeah. You just know, like, here it is. It was such a good deal. And the and I feel good. And the boots arrived in Nelson for Mika. They fit her perfectly. We're all happy. Uh, and I feel like it's such a rare deal. But also, like, did I need them? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do you know what? I think you did, though. Because look at all the people you helped. Yeah, that was your whole weekend. Pretty much. <laughs> All these other people wanted them. Would they have had them? I don't, I don't know. I just. I don't know. It's like such a long story to just say, I have another pair of boots. Yeah. When I die, all my friends, you're allowed to take my clothes, buy my boots and my Great. furniture. Great. But like, if they make you happy and you have room for it and it's not hurting anyone and you're sporting a company that you like, then. Yeah. And that person still got their pot brownie. So what's the problem? That's true. That guy was really funny. It was just really intense downtown on a Saturday and I had not braced myself for it. I'm usually back. <sighs> if I do go on a Saturday, I'm like home by like noon. Yeah. It was, re- I had really, it was unprepared. I was fearful because yeah, there's yeah, yeah. so many unmax, unvaccinated people. And I yeah. overheard a police officer say to his group of police officer buddies, I don't want to touch these people and I don't want to go near them, which I really respected. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I was surprised by it. And I feel like, he may have been saying something that not everyone agreed with, but he was like, I'm staying over here. And I was like, you are doing the right thing. These people suck. If only more cops had that, uh, that same feeling. Um, yeah. After we recorded the last podcast uh, and you said like, well, I'm heading back downtown. I was just like, I didn't say anything, wow. but I was like, wow, she is brave. Like I would nothing. No, Ooh, she looks shoes. Ooh, she no loves deal shoes. would, would I think, Downtown is such a rare thing for me and I always have like such a distaste for it. And yeah. like, I can't, I don't mm. know if like the last time I was down there on a weekend, like it's always by accident and it's like, you know, because there's a show or a movie or something that's only playing one certain day. And then I'm like, Oh, it's a Saturday. And the sun yeah, is I setting. wouldn't have done it for myself at that time of the day, no. but I definitely like would do it for a friend and did it. And also know myself that if I brought them home, I'd never mail them. They'd be sitting here for two weeks. So, yeah. Alicia, yeah. on behalf of myself and everyone everywhere who knows you, thank you for being a friend. Thank you wow. for listening to my thank long you story. For being a Should we do a thank segment of being a friend? Um. Yeah, I was thinking about buttholes. Oh. Um. And I was thinking about like how how we were talking about like looking for what's in there and like i think we should stop calling them polyps mm. i was thinking like you know it's more like a cave yeah let's call them you know stalagmites and stalactites yeah and, like depending on which way they're facing yeah, the biscuit demon is here <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> what? Whoa. Did are you, you Chris? Hear? Are you like the portal for Biscuit D? Did you? Did someone say goblins? Wait. Hello. I. Wow. Fuck. Biscuit demon. Did 
Did you save your polyps by any chance? I was listening. <laughs> How are you? I'm great, but I'm a bit hungry, a little peckish. Oh, do you know what I had? Do you know what I had after my colonoscopy? Mm, skin flaps. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And I, do you know what I did, though? I said, can I take those home in a jar? And they said, no. Yeah, you're we not have allowed. to send them. No, you're not allowed. You can't take body parts out because they have to send them in or throw them in the incinerator. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sometimes. So they might be in hell with you. Do you live in hell? Yes. Okay, so maybe. The nicer part. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, of course, like the Boca Raton part. Yes, it's a small <laughs> cul-de-sac made of bones. There you go. So maybe my skin flap ashes will come down to you. Oh, I don't know. I could snort them in a line. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Do you have credit cards to, you know, scooch them into a line? Cards. <laughs> that's all we have. They pave the streets. Uh, Biscuit Demon, I've missed you so much. Do you know why? Because I uh, have not been around to trim your stray beard hairs while you sleep. That's right. And it's very long. Do you know? Do you know that last time I went in to get a haircut? And uh, I go to the same place, but uh, a new guy's cutting my hair. And uh, he's former Army, no, former Marines. And he used to uh, cut all of his uh, fellow Marine um, crew members, fellow Marines. Seamen. Team guys. (laughs) Yes, okay. Firm boys. Yeah. Firm boys. boys. He would would, uh, cut the firm boys uh, hair because they have to have it cut every week. So he'd do it every week. Uh, He's very good good at it but he said you really should grow your beard out on the side so that's why my beard is so bushy okay. do you like it mm, yes Delicious. you can't eat it biscuit deem deems mm. but i'm hungry are you okay oh um so uh he said please grow it out and i said okay i will uh but when i had my colonoscopy back to where i started yes, i went please. to mcdonald's have you ever had uh a bacon egg and cheese biscuit from mcdonald's mm, no i'm not actually really into biscuits <laughs> i don't know if you've noticed but i'm more into lymph <laughs> <laughs> well um does it come with different sauces to dip in, like pus? <laughs> yeah, barf. well, I guess Fucking it depends barf, on you biscuit define. Demon. Biscuit you- demon, here's the... I just feel like I've lost common ground with you, and I don't... Sauce is sauce! I thought we had biscuits. Sauce <laughs> Skin biscuits. I thought we had biscuits. Yes, the dough of uh, souls. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> the despair, the anguish, it makes it nice and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Gives it a bigger... Biscuit, give, me, give, me, give me a minute. Give me a minute. I need to talk with Alicia. Can you go do something where you can't hear us? Yes. Do you have any bones that you can gnaw on that are loud? Yes, I'll For just you, but not us? Pick, pick the lymph out of my teeth. Thank oh. you. Why did you? Why is Biscuit Demon here? I am positive I didn't even summon Biscuit Demon. I didn't do it. I think Biscuit Demon was horny for bones. What? Like, we're all a little horny for bones. It's been two years. (laughs) Just like my cat Um, is horny for those bubbles, right? Yeah. 
You know, Biscuit Demon. Um, yes. I, I, oh, I, I, shit. No, we weren't calling okay, you sorry, back. Sorry, sorry, I sorry. knew it. I knew you can't sorry, trust. Sorry. You cannot trust them to not listen. Don't listen. Okay. There's Should a spider be? on the ceiling here. What's going on? Talk quieter. Alicia. I truly thought, and I adore Biscuit, the BD. Mm-hmm. BD, don't say their name. I adore, but I thought we had biscuits in common as common ground. And what I'm finding out is we have yeah. no common ground. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I mean. This is tough. This is real it's tough. tough. It's tough. But you know what? It's been nice to see them. To be honest, it had been a long time. Wow. And um, I wow. think we needed a visit. But let's maybe okay. wrap it up. Okay, Biscuit okay. Demon, hi! Hello! Hi, I just want to say I love you. I love you! Yeah. <laughs> I also, I, I love you too, Biscuit Demon. I love Demon. you too! Um, so we heard um, that actually just down in hell in about 35 mm. seconds... They're doing a lymph buffet. Oh my god! With several different sauces, so Where? we would understand. It's just uh, in the H Hall. Oh my god! Pus is free. I just heard pus is free. Yeah, they've got a honey mustard pus this time. The Hall of Hell. H Hall Hall. They've got oh sweet hot pus too. Too spicy. See, I just want to let you know that. Biscuits mean different things in different places. And that's on me, isn't it? That's my ignorance. And now I'm not ignorant anymore. And now I know. It's cookies. In America. Okay. It's dough. It's an elevator. I get it. It's it's 20 seconds left. Biscuit. With lymph gravy. And now I know. And do you know what? You educated me. And I'm sorry I showed up ignorant. But now I'm not. Thank you. And I love you. And I love you for being you. never having to say your story. But please do save your toenail trimmings for me. Put them out on your doorstep when you go to sleep. I I love you. Hugs and kisses and lymph nodes to you and yours. Gotta go. Bye-bye. Bye. Enjoy the buffet. Whoa, yeah. wow. So I was just like thinking wow, about wow. caves, you know? I don't know. I love caves. Oh, no, uh, I think caves are great. And I yeah. do call it my lower cave. I do call it. I told my kids I'm getting uh, getting a camera in my lower cave. So Upper I get cave it. Is, is mouth tube? Upper cave is mouth. Yep. And I've had mm-hmm. an, an endoscopy. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Oh, sorry. My throat feels weird. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm, we don't either. No. Whoa, it's really late. Where did the time go? It is. Um I feel like I just lost know, like five to ten. That's so weird. No, it's fine. You we, know, it I was been, that long boot story. It was like too long. It, we all went into but it was good. Here's the thing, Alicia. It was a good story and they're good boots. Yeah. And you helped a lot of people with them. Um I've been checking in with my family from Indiana. Oh, and it's snowy there. And one of the things that happens, as you know, uh, is that I've got a lot of um, farmers in my uh, family and a lot of them have spent a lot of time outside this time of year. And it's really, really difficult. So snowy. Who is it? Oh, there's going to be someone at the door, Hanks. 
Hank's going to Hank. open the door. Alicia, do you need to get that? Yeah, hang on, just two seconds. That's cool that you trained Hank how to open the door. Jessica, Jessica, have you noticed how, and I don't like to comment on people's appearances, but Alicia's hair is so nice right now. It's beautiful. It? Yeah, she's yeah, glowing. Okay, hey, and I, don't, I don't comment on people's appearances. Hi, hi, hi Jessica. Hi, Farmer Man. Farmer <gasps> Man. Happy New Year. Farmer Man, you got to look higher. The camera's up higher. <laughs> yeah, we're up here. Look hi. up here. Look up here, not hi. down there. Hi. Um, Happy uh, New Year. Did you, um, Chris, huh? How are you? It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you both. Um, Chris, are you, did you yeah, say you have yeah. family that's farmers? Oh, of course. I come from a whole family of farmers. That's what that's my whole line. Of, what kind of farm? Well, mostly, um, it's split between cattle and then a lot of crops uh, from corn and wheat and mostly soybeans. All right. Oh, oh yeah. All right. I remember, I, re I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I grew up, and we had a small farm, but we tell my grandpa it's a big farm. But I grew up um, with, with soybeans and wheat. We do a nice winter wheat. So then, uh, you know, then come springtime, then we'd have wheat, and then we'd we'd um, harvest that, and then we'd bale that. We bale the straw. We bale the straw, cool. and then we'd sell that. Well, actually, <laughs> quite so. We just give it to my grandpa because he needed it. Yeah. All grandpas I, do. I, lo I love this story. They really do. Well, it's real nice. Yeah? Hi. Hi, are you staying warm? I always get worried this time of year for yeah. farmers. It's so cold. It's so cold. A, and this I part of the world, not everywhere in the world. You have a girlfriend? Excuse me? Shepherd. Oh, That's how you're staying warm? Miss Simple Shepherd keeps me warm. Wow. Simple Shepherd. And she's quite I wealthy. I admire her. Mm. She real wealthy in the bit melt my hay toilet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love her. <laughs> hey, farmer man. Um, it's been a while since you popped in, and I noticed that you have been using all of your cell phone minutes. Um, and going over. Should we have a look at the family? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do that after the podcast. Um, farmer man. Uh. What? How was your Christmas and stuff? What did you do? Well, you know, I was just modeling for LL Bean. What? Oh, wow, that's that like my favorite wow. store. Yeah, she got she got, I got an agent. She hooked you up. Okay, so we don't got have to be worried. Agent. She hooked up, and then she hooked me up. I don't. I thought you were. Wow. wow. Yeah, I get it. I thought Stay you were warm. living outside, like with a hay toilet. But I guess you're like living when I when I want to. That's optional. Okay. Because okay. I remember you were doing the, the shallow hole in the park last mm -hmm. time we talked, and that was fun. But now you're doing the hay toilet, and now you're doing. Yeah. Now, were you modeling? Were you modeling anything other than your overalls? Because those are very attractive on you. You fill them out, if you know yeah. what I mean. And, um, the thing I like to, to model most are the flannel lined jeans. Oh, yeah. that's warm. They feel good, don't they? Mm -hmm. I've got flannel line sweats on. Do you want to see them? Sure. I've also got sweats on. Yep. They're, they're terry lined, though. Not, yeah, not oh, those are nice. I'm wearing LLB well, slippers. Like, oh, those are nice. 
Those are very um, nice. They're 12 what years old. What do you like about the flannel line? What do you like about the flannel line? Do they make you feel a certain way? They make me feel like protected and safe. Yeah. And you're, I can be outside and I can use the hay toilet all day long. Your flannel. Yeah. Oh, are you Sometimes we have to, don't we? A colonoscopy mm-hmm. or. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. Farmer Man, have you Good. had a colonoscopy or do you have one booked coming up? Because that's. You're in the right sort of age. Yeah, bracket. you're. Oh, definitely yeah. Time. I have had two. Everything's had two. okay. Yeah, everything's okay. Cheers. Well done. Um, Good job. Good. Top and bottom. Mm-hmm. Cool. Upstairs and downstairs cave. Apparently, that was what he told me. Right, farmer That's man. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> farmer man. We love it. Hey, can I ask? Can I ask some personal questions about about animals? Yeah. Do you have? Because you have so much love to give. I can just tell that, and that's how I feel about you. You make me feel warm. Uh, just in in my soul. Do you have any close animal companions? Yeah. Sybil's got a, a serval, and he's quite, quite <laughs> serval, right? Quite vicious. Uh, but we're, yeah. we have, we have found some common ground. Wow. Does she have a license for that? It's legal. It's okay. legal in uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah. So uh, it's legal in Beverly Hills. Okay. Anyway, okay. I just want to come by and say hi. Hi, and tell it's been... everybody. How much I love them. I like that you've, uh, you know, you found you found a a new kind of family, and it's Sybil Shepherd and a serval. A serval. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you guys. But it's I miss your family your, now. I miss your happy your faces. It's your I miss family. I miss Vancouver. I miss. Tr- I miss Hank and I miss Alicia, but I'm happy. Oh, I'm glad to hear that's that. That's pretty good for right now, isn't it? That's pretty mm. good. Yeah. We're going to take that for right now. What else can you ask for, really? Well, Farmer Man, how about we just hang out afterwards and I'll make us a meal and um, maybe some oh, hot cocoa. Nice. I have big marshmallows <sighs> and little marshmallows, so you can have as many as you like. I like four of the big ones. Um, And yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for popping in and joining us. Um, Can't wait to catch up. Farmer Man, I feel love for you in a good way. Oh, Alicia, can you just uh, let Farmer Man know that one of his buttons is off on his on his uh, flap on the back? I promise to do that. I didn't know he had tattoos as well. That's nice. We have matching, matching faded tattoos of a turtle. I didn't know. It's beautiful. Didn't come up last time. Just his little caboose flap is flapping in the wind. Maybe it's like a a heat thing. Maybe it's like he's overheating with a flannel, and that's a way to regulate. Isn't humanity incredible? Truly, truly, yeah, truly. Well, wow, that's really nice that he stopped in. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad to check in. Thank you. Thank you, Farmer Man. Thank you, Sybil. Yeah, she sounds <laughs> like Sir a Wall. wonderful woman. Sybil and Serval. And yeah. I'm glad that they were she reunited. She seems like a force of life. Yeah. yeah. She's been working for a long time, too. Absolutely. Yeah. She, Absolutely. Elvis was her lover at one point, right? What? I think so. Those are big shoes to fill. Big rhinestone-covered shoes. I'm just going to double-check because sometimes I misremember things and then i feel like i torture the listener that's okay that's that's part of the price of listening i think it's really cute that farmer mem is in a relationship who's with someone whose last name is shepherd that is quite beautiful yeah it's nice that's how you find people isn't it yeah Yeah. 
You go into farmers only or yes, only exactly. farmers and there you are. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Can we just acknowledge how long my hair is while you're it's doing quite this? Long. It's so long. I was so surprised. It's like if you part it down the middle, you look like Jonathan Taylor Thomas <laughs> with a big old beard. I will, I will not. I it's will very, not. it's like uh, 90s uh, dreamboat hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's Skeet Ulrich. That's where we're Ooh, going. Ooh, Skeet, Skeet, yeah. Skeet. Yeah, I, I just it. don't have the face. Um, so absolutely um, dated Sybil Shepherd. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Great. I'm sure she, hopefully she was when of she age was... and it was great. Hi, Hank. Loves to you. Hank and Farmer Men are playing with a big old cob of corn. They're both just looking through the peephole. He's holding him up and they're taking turns seeing who's in the hallway, which yeah. really gets well, him going. Like looking at the bubbles in a water yeah. bottle. Oh. Well, the quality of that peephole is definitely like never going to save my life. That's for sure. Shall we bring it home? <laughs> yes. yeah, let's bring it home. Let's do Puppo of the Week. Chris, who's your Puppo? Oh, I don't think I have one yet. Can you go first? Yeah, sure. Jessica, you go first. Sure. So Jay and I have been listening to a lot of Ween. Oh, um, yeah. Wow. I follow them on Instagram. Oh, nice. I should do that. Um, there's this one song in particular called Voodoo Lady that I'm obsessed with. It's from 1994. It's sounds like great it's from another planet it's so catchy we just like wake up every morning singing it and jay's like figured it out on guitar it's like a very silly song so we've been listening to that a lot and i think that led jay down some sort of probably wikipedia or some other article rabbit hole and he found out that gene ween has a billy joel cover band whoa and there is an over 90 minute, I think it's 97 minute long, full set of a show that they played in, I think, 2017 or 2018. It's on YouTube. And we watched a video of like the last couple songs. And it was so fucking amazing that we then found the full set and we watched the whole thing. And it was amazing. It was like a seven piece band or something. He is like, he's, his hair is like white now. And it, he has like, it's like shaved sort of like short and he grew a goatee just so he looks like Billy Joel. He's wearing like a big white sort of short sleeve dress shirt with a big tie, like shirt untucked. And it's like, it looks like Billy Joel. It's wow. amazing. And there's like, there's two guitar players. The drummer's really good. They're all like session musicians. There's a saxophone player. It's good. They're tight. They practice for months. But the the intimacy of it is amazing because it's like, you know, it sounds exactly like Billy Joel. And I'm sure it's what Billy Joel and his band would sound like now. But the smallness of the size of the venue and how close they all are together is something that you'd never get from Billy Joel because he's way too famous. And it's like, out, yeah, it's over an hour and a half. I think there's they play like 18 songs or something like that or more. Wow. Um, and it's like, it's very charming because they do sometimes make mistakes, but like they're extremely, yeah. they're extremely tight, but there's this one song they start and it just feels off. And then they realize that like, it's a capoed song and the guy forgot to put the capo on the guitar. And so everyone was playing everything right. There just was a missing capo. Where's the capo? It was just like, it felt like we were there. Like we haven't, I haven't seen a, you know, a show like that in so long, but it felt, it felt so intimate and close. So I guess like Gene Ween and Billy Joel are my puppos of the week. And also choices. all the yeah, musicians. Yeah. He plays like almost all my favorite 
Billy Joel songs. He stops sort of after, there's no Uptown Girl because Gene Ween doesn't like uh, the sort of doo-wop era or whatever that is that Billy Joel got into. So there's none of that. But like all the other hits are there and performed beautifully. So if you're if you're looking for that, uh, it's on YouTube. Very easy to find. I recommend it. I will watch it. Yeah. I've seen them live in concert twice and I would love to see them one more time. Yeah. Yeah. I never have. You won't be disappointed. You can go very high or sober, which I went once on mushrooms and once not on mushrooms. And I'm sure it's it's different every time. Like there's so many there's so many uh, great like live performance videos and can really fall down a youtube rabbit hole but this is a positive one and it'll just make you really happy awesome yeah. should i do my puppo chris to give you a bit more buffer sure yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. my puppo of the week two puppos one is my friend mika she's a, a nurse uh she works in nelson she's been pulled from her clinic of very vulnerable people to do covid testing outside in nelson in the winter because the resources are so, so devastated in the, in the hospitals here. So I just want to say she's wonderful. She's keeping her sense of humor. And thank you for doing that. And then my other puppa was Hank, uh, who ha- is acting like a puppy. And it's so cute. He's so funny and so weird. <laughs> How about you, Chris? <laughs> I have a few puppos. I'm going to keep them brief. Okay. But I may keep, but it may be a list. So, uh, Papa of the Week for sure for me is my cat Jasper, who loves to look at the bubbles in carbonated water Mm -hmm. because it's very, very funny. Please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or don't uh, to see how how seriously he takes life and carbonated bubbles because it's important. Um, my second puppo is Milk, the band N-E-L-K. And of course, we all have a common friend and I know your past guest, AJ, space person, is their bassist. Absolutely incredible. They have a new EP out right now. Somebody, nobody, anybody. I really, really love their EP. Three songs right now. So, so good. Please listen to it on Spotify. And I love it so much. Uh, and it's very danceable. And my entire family listened to it at the dinner table uh, the other night while we ate tacos. And that, I highly recommend eating tacos and listening to their It's fantastic. And then third pop of the week and final pop of the week is the woman who is getting a divorce after 10 years of marriage, and happily so, who sold me a wine refrigerator, which she received as a wedding gift 10 years ago. Uh, And she never unwrapped it, or she unwrapped it, but she never used it. Uh, And I went on to to, um, Facebook Marketplace. That's the only reason why I keep Facebook is to buy things... um, used i decided after my uh, colonoscopy which if you listened to the beginning of the episode you heard all about i decided i needed uh, i needed a refrigerator for all of my seltzer uh, in my office because mm-hmm. i work from home and i decided i need i need a seltzer refrigerator but cheap uh, yeah. and i found i found this really wonderful Cuisinart refrigerator, dual temp, so dual zones and everything. Oh. Um, but it's a wine refrigerator or wine cooler, whatever the right terms are. And she said, you're going to have it for 50 bucks. We never used it. Come get it. I'll sit outside of my garage. You can plug it in, prove that it works, leave the money under the mat. She didn't want to see me and love that. It was yeah. great. Love it. It sits right here. It's a truck full of seltzer. 
she is my Papa of the Week. God bless her and whatever's next for her and her family. Yeah. That's it. That's wonderful. I love that. Like, it's like probably cathartic for her and your gain, it, you know? And the um, gift, what is it? The the gift card of the person who gifted it to her and now her ex-husband was still oh, in the box when wow. I got it. It was fantastic. <gasps> Absolutely wonderful. Wow, wow. I, I won't go into be. details. That's wild. I won't go into details, but let's just say he did not live up to his end of the bargain, it seemed. Mm. Anyway, I've got a great wine cooler for, for all of my salter. That's the way the cookie great. crumbles. The biscuit. Cheers Careful. Cheers to her for what's next. Cheers. Well, and look at you. You're almost done. You're Negroni. Mm. Negroni's almost done. Is this a classic Negroni? So yummy. It is. For those who know, I, um, I did invent Negronis. I'm the person who mm-hmm. invented them. And then, of course, I also created Negronis with substitutions. And my worldview is everything is a Negroni uh, with substitutions. Everything, including <laughs> humans, air, yeah, plants, cameras. Biscuits. Yeah. Caves. Uh, biscuits, demons. Farmers, corn, corn is a substitution. It's a great example of a Negroni with substitutions. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that was that was a Negroni with a substitution of bourbon instead of gin. Okay, so like which is technically like some people like to call it a Boulevardier, but it's really just a Negroni with a substitution. Yeah, that's (laughs) the more accurate as am I terminology. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct. I prefer that. Well, you're almost at the bottom. Your giant ice cube is still holding it together. I know. I know. My wife got me this as a Christmas gift. She doesn't really know what to get me anymore. So I've become one of those. You know, when you go in and you're like, it's for guys. (laughs) It's like, get him him a big glass for whiskey with a giant ice cube. And you're like, what (laughs) asshole would get that? It's me now. Hey, and I love it's a nice it. gift, it's actually. It's you. It's you, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I love those big melt. ice cube trays. It's a yeah. slow melt. That's what you need sometimes. No complaints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like one of the um, privileges of living in 2022 is the amount of different forms of ice that are available yeah. to us in our own homes if we have the right yeah. uh, silicone molds yeah and ben harrison you all know ben yes. harrison of course, oh, of yeah. course little, little ice. he has one of those pebble makers the pebble, the pebble ice, ice yeah. makers that's who i was thinking i've, of had, it. I've had it and he has one and they're fantastic yeah they seem like such a nice thing have to have it really is what well, a, what a nice your birthday? Gift. it's coming up uh, well, my birthday's coming up at the end of the month. And of course, I oh, will wow. be looking for Facebook Marketplace for people getting divorced Perfect. for selling their pebble ice makers. Perfect. I love it. That's Thanks lovely. so much for having me. I love being here. I Anytime, love listening Chris. to the podcast. I love being your friends. Thank you so much. Thank you. We, Anytime. Yeah. It was uh, Alicia messaged me to say that she had booked you and she was like, I didn't realize it was only like September when we had you on last. And she was like, is that okay? And I was like, (laughs) it's kind of what I said. Why would I? Are people tired of me? What I usually do is I Google the guest's name and then look at the last time they were on as like a quick thing. And the first time I Googled your name, I had misspelled it, but I was aware of the misspelling and I still, then it popped up and it was like, oh, 
it was almost a year ago or a year, longer than a year. I was like, perfect. And then when I put it back in after yeah. you were like yeah. so soon, I was like, oh, I should not have um, spelt it the wrong Aspen. way. First. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it seems soon to have me back, but I hope great, the whole mouse could be story made bring, up for it. Bring it. I mean, that's a, an important life update and something everyone will one day relate to hopefully everybody get your butt check that's my that's that's my psa check out that hole let's go spelunking in that cave check out all your holes that's yeah. my story yeah peer inside you know it's a different kind of introspection mm. um chris if people want to follow you on twitter oh okay instagram uh, or tiktok it- Oh, it's tough and I don't recommend it, um, but it is uh, something called shit food blogger. And let's just do, we've never done a deep dive here. Yeah. I don't think, but it is um, something created back when shit uh, my dad says it was created. Right. My wife and I used to have a food blog together that was wonderful. It's now defunct. Um, we did it because we had three children under the age of two together and we were losing our fucking minds uh and so we decided we needed to do something other than procreate together and so we created a food blog because we were cooking all the time right and so she'd do the photography and i do the cooking mostly and and the writing and so that was really wonderful and then we kind of got sick of it and started making fun of food bloggers because we were ones uh and then that was shit food bloggers say is how it started and then it turned into something else which is how i met my co-podcaster Lori woolever and how we created our podcast carb face which honestly is a goddamn delight we are currently uh please go listen and sus- subscribe to that we are uh, looking at julia child and her uh first tv show the french chef i think uh and looking at those episodes we're going to eventually maybe look at and review every single episode we have some incredible upcoming guests including a writer for the new yorker including uh a phenomenal person from vice and munchies including benjamin harrison coming up so please please (laughs) absolutely subscribe to that because i need to tell you right now julia child is a wild freak she is <laughs> freaky she likes to get down it is wild so yeah. please check into those episodes some good things are coming oh Amazing. i'm very excited it's always a, a delightful day when the thumbnail for your podcast <laughs> pops up and i look forward to it whenever whenever that may be it is infrequent but fun but yeah, it's like a, it's a special treat. I always enjoy it. Always, always. Alicia, people want to buy your book. It's so you're a little sad. So what? Buy it. Um, Jessica. Um, if you are a food blog lover, you can follow my mm. food Instagram, uh, Pansiered Pea Snaps. Brilliance. On, Pure brilliance. On Instagram. It's all uh, food that I've actually made and food that I've actually eaten. So Don't want to brag or anything, but it's sort of like a lifelong passion project. If you want to donate to our Patreon, say you are, you know, loaded. Say you're a bajillionaire. Patreon.com slash Retail Nightmares. We got all sorts of fun bonus stuff up there. What would I get there? What would I get? I don't know. You could maybe see all of our flannels that we've got corresponding on Mm -hmm. there today. Maybe. Mm -hmm. That's true. We've got bonus episodes. We've got uh, videos. Could I see your grandfather? 
uh, you could see my grandfather and you could react any way you want to uh, at his am horrible... I, am I going to subscribe tomorrow to your Patreon just so I can see your grandfather? Yeah, I, mean, I will. I feel like at this also, point... Also, I get paid tomorrow. So yeah, I'm subscribing to your Patreon. <laughs> oh, you're too kind. <laughs> I love payday. Mm-hmm. I love payday. I always am like, oh, it's a Friday and it's payday. This is what I'm showing up for. These two things. I'm going to see your... mm, I've been watching Nightmare on Elm Street, so I'm really, really ready to see your grandfather. My grandpappy. Well, he's there. Uh, Beware. (laughs) Um, We also have a merch website. if, If you're craving physical objects... RetailNightmares.BigCartel.com I mail those out once a week So hit me up And uh, besides that Just uh, Be good to each other Yeah, take care everybody Hugs and kisses We love you all Bye. Bye